Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. And the purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, today we'd like to explore the rarely discussed but very important topic of making better use of your astral life. We've heard very few people even mention their astral life. In fact, the few that we've heard talk about their astral life did so after we initiated the conversation. So It's like their secret life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So why aren't most people talking about or even paying attention to their astral life? After all, we're all living it all of the time 24-7. Whether we are physically asleep or awake, no matter where we might go in this universe, we are always living our astral life. Some people become interested in the subject of -of out-of-body travel and experience. But even those people are often interested in the phenomenon of -of out-of-body experience rather than the real purpose for having such an experience. Most don't realize that they are living their astral life all the time. Those who are interested in their astral life often imagine that they would like to experience their astral life because they believe they aren't having any quote-unquote astral or out-of-body experiences. They think that the astral world is a separate place from this world and that you have to learn to get to somehow by traveling there. As long as you think that, you won't have your astral experience. You just won't. You will keep yourself separate in your mind from the astral life that you are already living. So, the question you need to ask yourself is, what makes you not aware of living in the astral world? The answer is very simple. You are not as aware of the astral world and your astral life because you have so much of your awareness and attention on and in this dense physical world and your physical life. You've merely forgotten that you live in the astral world and are having your astral experiences all of the time because your mind is so preoccupied with this physical world and your experiences in it. Many of you may be like a person who has two homes. One you might consider your vacation home up on the mountaintop or on an island in the ocean. I like the island and the ocean one. Yeah, I like them both, actually. It is absolutely beautiful, serene home surrounded by pristine nature. Your other home is located in a big, bustling, overcrowded, and stressful city like L.A. or New York or New Delhi or Beijing. Because you are immersed in your big worldly life, you live most of the time in the big city, and after a while, you get so immersed in the city life that you forget about your beautiful mansion in nature. That's essentially what happens to most people when they incarnate into this physical world. 
They forget all about their astral life from which they incarnated into this world, physical worldly life. Even after you're born into your physical body in this world, you still live full-time in your astral life and world, much like wearing a full-length coat over your clothes. You are still fully clothed underneath your big overcoat, but you might not see much of it. And other people will not see what you are wearing underneath your coat, so they identify you and relate to you and your outer coat rather than to you wearing whatever clothing is underneath it. But when a soul has had enough of life in this physical world alone, all the wars, the hunger, the pain, the suffering, seeming lack, illness, and old age, and repeated ending to it all by physical death, the soul starts to look for real answers. Ah, oh, I'm tired. (laughs) Those, (laughs) Those answers such as, what am I here for? Is life about being born, living for a little while with no permanent satisfaction or happiness and then dying? How many times does a soul need to repeat that until it grows tired of it all? It's like life is hard and And then then you you die. die. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you believe that this physical world is your reality and that your answer or truth is to be found in it, you will continue to reincarnate here. But when you've had enough of this and start to turn your attention and awareness inward, this is the most important part, to the limitless and eternity of your beingness, you begin to revisit your astral life and astral world that you knew before you forgot them. In a way, you remember you had this amazing and wonderful home away from all the pain and suffering and frustrations of life in the big city. You start visiting your other home, and when you experience even a little bit of it, and you start remembering it and making it a priority to learn how to fully return to living there, your interest and commitment to living in your mansion in nature becomes much stronger than your desire to live in the physical world. You start making your way back to your true home rather than living full-time in your temporary apartment that you rented so you could go to school in this physical world. That's right. This physical world is a great, big, complicated school. The real reason you have felt that you don't belong here in this world at times in your life is that it's true. You do not belong here. None of us do. This is not your or this is not our real home. You are here to learn that you don't belong here. So when you finish with your life lessons, you can go home to your spiritual freedom. Your answers are not here in this world. They are within you as spirit. The next step on your journey then becomes your astral life and astral world. While you are still incarnated in this physical world, you have to learn to be able to frequent your vacation home in nature. As you make that a priority in life, you discover ways that you can do that more and more and still earn a living in this physical world. So you can learn all that you need to learn about yourself as spirit while you are still incarnated here. This is important. The astral world and your life in the world is like a halfway house for you as a soul. It reminds you that the 3D physical world of time and space is but an illusion. And by becoming aware of living in the astral world, you learn to free yourself from the pull 
of the physical world. So, Michael, how, yes. <laughs> <laughs> how would those who are interested in becoming more aware of their astral life in the astral world learn to do so? Well, I kiss my wife and go, honey, I'm going to work in the astral world. <laughs> I'll be back at 5 o'clock. <laughs> and he said that right at 11.11. 11. How about that? <laughs> yes. Well, it is like that for me every night. You know, I just go to work on the astral. Mm-hmm. But during the day when I'm, you know, so-called awake in this physical world, during that part of the day, I work here. But I work a lot harder when I get out of my body and go to the astral fully. So when I'm here in the physical world, it's just, it's no different. The astral is right here. It's not somewhere else. It's within. And it's limitless. It's just a matter of awareness. So once again, just like with pretty much everything in life, Becoming more aware of your astral life in the astral world begins with using your imagination. Yes, imagine that. <laughs> in fact, every time you use your imagination, you're getting a taste of your astral life. You regain your freedom as a soul, a spiritual being, a creative spiritual being every time you use your imagination consciously. Now, notice how much you're imagining or using imagination every day. How about right now? What are you imagining? Yeah, imagining again means making an image, seeing an image in your mind, right? So every thought you have, you're not only imagining it, you're imagining what that thought tells you to imagine as well. Every decision is imagination. If I asked you, would you like a piece of this delicious chocolate? (laughs) 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 I'm sure most of, especially those of you who are the, you know, connoisseur of fine chocolate (laughs) or those I don't care what kind of chocolate it is, just give me some chocolate, right? You're, You're imagining eating it, even though you're not, well, maybe some of you are, but you're, you're imagining when I said, would you like this piece of delicious chocolate? And you go, oh yeah, chocolate, mmm, yeah. And you're imagining, you're looking at the last time you had great chocolate or, or the, the best chocolate you've ever had or, you know, something, and you go, mmm, that sounds good. Maybe I'd like some. You're, and you're imagining Shall I say yes or shall I say no? (laughs) Oh, but then you might imagine, oh my God, you know, I'm trying to lose 83 pounds. (laughs) There goes another couple of pounds if I eat that. And so you're just imagining all these different scenarios just from a very simple question. And then you go, you know what? This time I'll go for it. Or this time I won't. I'm going to test my you know, (laughs) strength of (laughs) commitment. (laughs) Uh, I'll just say, just say no. (laughs) So, but even things like that, when I just said, just say no, while so many of us have repeatedly seen that TV show, TV commercial, right? Way back, I don't know how many years, but it's 
about, you know, to say no to drugs. So those things kind of stick in our mind and we just call it up when we're thinking of something or we associate with something and we could imagine it turning into a fun thing or we can turn it into a serious thing, whatever. Amazing imagination. As long as most of your imagination goes to imagining worldly things, like imagining whether you're going to be able to pay rent in a week or not, or whether you're going to get the job you want or not. not. <laughs> you lock up most of your imagination in worldly things. You're imagining stuff of this 3D physical world. Yet, the more you begin to use at least some of your imagination into imagining things about spirit, things that have more to do with you, your spiritual life, you as spirit, of eternity, of limitlessness, you begin to open your mind to more of the astral life, a higher frequency and consciousness. So this is part of the purpose for meditating, to use your imagination more and in a different way than you may have normally done. As you imagine yourself as a spiritual being, you begin to tune yourself more and more to the spiritual and astral vibrations. This is a bit like watching a movie. When you watch a movie in a theater, you're seeing the movie reality projected on a white or more silvery colored screen. The scenes in the movie look as bright or as dark as the lighting that those scenes were filmed in. And if you were to touch those images on the screen with your hand, you would touch a you know, pretty solid surface, the screen. Even though you're trying to touch the things, the images portraying things on the screen, if you don't remember that, you touch that stuff. You touch the car on the, in the movie. You touch the person's face in the movie. If you walk up to the screen, all you feel is this kind of little grainy flat surface. Huh. And the other thing, if you wanted to put your hand through the person's face <laughs> or the car or the wall, you couldn't because you'll bump into the screen and that's where your hand stops, usually. <laughs> However, if you were to turn around toward the back of the theater and look toward where the light and images are coming from, you might see a much brighter light passing through some images and if you were to pass your hand through those images that the light is projecting toward the screen, you'd be able to just right through because there's no screen there, no, no solid screen there. Huh. The astral world is somewhat like that compared to the physical world. That's what you see on the hard screen surface. What you see on the screen of the physical world always will be in the astral world first, just like the movie is in that ephemeral light picture floating through the air, so to speak, until it reflects on that screen, hard screen, right? The physical world. Until then, it's not what we call physical. You're only limited by what you imagine and how you imagine 
you know, how you use your imagination. And all the great advances in this world, if you imagine that, <laughs> were imagined by someone before they were manifested in the physical world, right? Every single one of them. There's no limit as to what you can create in the astral and bring down to earth. You know, those of us who grew up in the 50s uh, and saw the Dick Tracy comics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the, what did you call it, the thing you put on your wrist? It's it's like a, a really, really clunky version of your uh, Apple Watch or Fitbit. <laughs> Except you could see an image. Yeah, you could see an image. And, well, you can in some of these smart, phone, uh, smart watches. So, you're only limited by what you imagine. Remember that. So don't use your imagination to limit yourself because that's what you do. When you limit yourself, you imagine those limits. So what? If somebody else says, oh, no, nobody can ever do this. Hey, people have been saying that throughout history, but there's always somebody comes along and says, no, I'm going to imagine it differently. Well, believe it or not, our first break is coming right up. This is a very interesting subject. I love talking about the astral. But we have important announcements this weekend, Saturday, May 4th, and Sunday, May 5th. Michael will give a whole seminar weekend devoted to exploring your out-of-body psychic experiences and astral life. So it'll be a whole weekend of what we're talking about now. Imagine that. Imagine that, yes. (laughs) He'll be teaching two amazing all-day seminars, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. each day. Saturday's topic will be where... Are you, when you're not here, waking up to your out-of-body experiences? And Sundays will be, what do you do in your astral life? Psychic tools to get more done while you sleep. Come join us at the Hilton Garden Inn in Calabasas in the sunny Los Angeles area. If you'd like to wake up more to who you really are and fulfill your purpose, these seminars will definitely help you. Find out all the details and sign up on our website events calendar section at michaeltamura.com as T-A-M as in Mary U-R-A.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours Pacific Time Monday through Friday. We'll return in a couple of minutes and we'll talk more about how you can make better use of your astral life. We'll be back from the astral soon. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. 
Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get back to making better use of your astral life. Well, Michael, you were talking about there is no limit to what you can create in the astral and bring down to Earth. You want to continue with that train of thought? Yes. And what makes our creative levels limitless is very simple. You know, your imagination isn't limited until you imagine it's limited, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's all in your imagination, how you image things. So if you imagine you know what, I've been living under this imagined limitation that I can't do this or won't go there or whatever, or I'm scared of that. Huh, you decide, oh, I'll imagine that going away. Poof, that's all it takes. And, okay, now let's imagine something more beneficial, something more advantageous, and go, okay, I could imagine that I'm less limited than I was. I don't have to imagine I'm completely limitless and I can walk through walls and uh, jump over tall buildings with a single leap. (laughs) Uh, I'd be like the cartoon cat. I'd jump and, you know, bash right into the side of the wall of the tall building (laughs) and kind of slowly scrape down. (laughs) But in other things, oh, yeah, I I could heal myself. Yes, I'm doing that all the time with all these different decrepit things that happen in life. (laughs) So, in your astral life, you also learn about your limitlessness as a spiritual being, right? Because in your astral life, you're much closer to that tremendous creative imagination you have as a soul. You're using it all the time and you're aware. Oh, what I imagine, there it is. Huh. You don't have to imagine it and then, okay, get the equipment and the technology and the you know human resources to make it happen in physical effort. No. You just imagine it and it is. So when you're spending your consciousness in this astral world, life, and then you come back to the physical where, oh yeah, I, on the astral, I can walk through walls easily, 
But here in 3D, not so easy with my physical body. Yeah, I get bruised up. (laughs) And so the more you become aware of and learn the ways of your astral life, the closer you get to your reunion with God. The astral, which is still illusory, right? Just like here, it's still illusory, but it's a little bit closer to reality than the physical. It's the transition school. If, like Raphael was saying, this world, this physical world, is definitely a school for souls. (laughs) School for wayward souls like us. (laughs) (laughs) Then the astral world and astral life is our transition school to help us levitate ourselves, if you will, lighten ourselves up from this heavy, dense physical world, consciousness, to a middle ground in our learning to get to our ultimate freedom to be the limitless, eternal spirit that we already are. But we have to recognize that and not only become aware of it, it's not like intellectual knowledge. You read in the book, somebody said, a great master says, okay, uh, your spirit, you know, blah, 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 you're limitless. And then if you go, okay, you intellectualize that and you go, oh, yeah, I, I am spirit and I'm limitless. And then you go walk in front of a big Mac truck and you get run over you're going to be yeah you're going to be in spirit on the astral going oh that was dumb <laughs> so it's it's like that you have to you have to recognize i'm here to learn have i learned it okay now i understand so many people have told me this i've had an experience with it once or twice okay so i'm pretty sure what they're saying is true but You have to experience it for yourself. If you wish to be free, to return to your true home, to get to know your real self, then learning about and learning to experience the astral world and your astral life become absolutely essential. And at first, you can listen to people like us talk about it, right? But ultimately, you, yourself, have to experience it for yourself. Talk is just to get you started on the right track. We have this radio show that's not the end all. It's just the beginning. It's it's called talk radio. <laughs> we talk a lot. And, and we share our experiences and our understanding and what we've experienced, what we've actually done, experienced in life. Everything we teach We've done it. We've experienced it in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, I don't talk about it, right? Everything I talk about, I've experienced, gone through it in some way, shape, or form. I've seen people go through it. So it's your own experience that's what really matters in the end. We're trying to shed some light on having you decide to have some of those experiences by waking up more. Yeah, and that's why in this radio show, what makes it different is regularly, not every single show, but regularly will lead you in a meditation practice where those of you who want to join in, you get to experience a little bit of it. Ah, and some of you, that we've had uh, feedback from some of you that you've experienced quite a bit in even a little tiny what would you call it? A sampler. 
since we talked about talked about chocolates earlier. <laughs> we have a spiritual chocolate sampler here. <laughs> and that's what we're we're interested in. It's not the whole thing. No, it's just a little taste. So then those of you who go, oh wow, this is this is hey, it's just as real sometimes as you practice, more real than what I thought my problems were in life. Ah, then you start to levitate. You start to raise up your energy and your consciousness to a higher, finer state. And you start to experience much, much more of the astral. So how do you get to experience your astral life in the astral world more on a daily basis? It's simple. Meditation, imagination, intuition, and clairvoyance. Remember those kind of four essentials. Each one, some of you might think, oh, that's, I've never been able to meditate, or, oh, I, I'm not that imaginative, or uh, I have trouble with intuition, you know, I can't trust uh, what I know, or clairvoyance, yeah, well, it's nice that people see auras but in spirit, but I don't. Well, mm-hmm. all those things, those are, guess what? You're imagining all these limitations because you've lived with that those limitations and you probably you know got somebody else's imaginings of I can't do that no that doesn't exist that doesn't work passed down you don't have to accept it you don't have to live it no you can go oh well let's try something else and don't think of the astral world or your astral life that you're living in the astral world as separate from this one in the physical world. That's number one. You have to, those people think, okay, astral, that's out-of-body experience. And this is my body here, and then out-of-body means there. I have to go there, outside, up there, whatever. No, that's dividing your mind in half. Your mind is whole. It's not in pieces. Ah, Okay, if you put your mind in pieces, then you get conflict. If you put your mind at peace, uh, oneness, take the divisions, artificially imagined divisions out of your mind, like here and there, astrals up there. I want to get to learn to go up there. No, it's not. It's only up there in terms of frequency, consciousness, not in terms of location. It's not separate from where you already are. Okay? So, the astral world is inside of the physical world already. But if you're always looking at the screen where the movie looks like it's playing out, you won't see the astral world that's projecting here, there, onto that screen of the physical world from within and, in a sense, behind you like at the theater. The, the projectors at the back of the theater and you're looking at the front. So turn your awareness inward, not backward so much, but inward to your own beingness in meditation and for inward, for intuition. If you want to use your intuition, you have to turn your awareness in, not up there, out there somewhere. Okay? Depending more and more on discovering your answers in life, through intuition. That's going to be important to live 
more and more of your astral life right here, right now, all the time. And more fully when you go to sleep at night or in deep meditation. Practice imagining and expanding your imagining and imagination by imagining releasing prior limitations. Do that. I do that all the time. And sometimes it's a one-shot deal. I imagine, okay, no more of this limitation. And suddenly, wow, that limitation's gone. And uh, most times, it's not that like, like that. It's gradual. I imagine, oh, here's the limitation. I'm limiting myself again. I'm going to blow that Im- imaginations up. Boom. And then, huh, next time, I'm a little less limited. I blow it up again. And next time, I'm a little less limited. And over a period of time, I find one day, oh, that limitation that I had a year ago is now officially completely gone. All right? So some things have taken years. Some things have taken days. Some things instant. It all depends. So the number one thing to making better use of your astral life is to become more aware of it. Pay attention. Yet don't try to become aware of your total astral experience at once. Start with little segments. It's like becoming aware of one frame of the movie. You know, the movie role, the traditional, not digital, but (coughs) traditional movie role. It's frame by frame by frame on celluloid, right? Okay. Instead of trying to go, okay, I want to know the entire, all the pictures that make up this two-hour movie. No, that's that's mind-boggling. But any one of us can go, okay, I'll look at one of the segments, one frame of that whole film. What, what was that? It's almost like loosening your hold in this world so much. Yeah. I want to talk about a little example that we had quite a number of years ago when uh, Michael was still giving readings and doing healings. We actually did them together for a long time. And we had this uh, wonderful woman who I adored, um, who was actually a very well-known actress. I will not mention her name. Um, But she came, she had a a slow-moving form of lung cancer. And uh, she asked for healing. She heard about Michael and I, Michael especially, through a friend. And she came for a series of these uh, healings that we gave called Christ Force Healings. You lay on a table. We, we, one of us was at the feet and one of us was at the head of the person. And we gave these healings. And um, I think it was about the third time she came for one of these, because this was down in Los Angeles area. She came back and she sat up and said, I feel so much better and explained to us that she actually had her very first externalizing experience or out-of-body experience and she was fully and completely awake. And what she experienced was she was able to relax enough for the first time in a very, very long time just relax. She didn't fall asleep, but she lifted out of her body and was hovering up at the top of the curtains yeah. in the hotel room. It was a little junior suite. And she said she could see us working and she could see the energy colors and everything. And she knew that she was going to be all right when eventually she did end up dying, which mm-hmm. she did uh, about six months later. 
you know, sometimes a healing is for to go instead of for, for here. here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was delightful because she just com- she said, I, com- I have completely lost my fear of dying because I know I will live on. And yes. just having that kind of experience. Isn't that a great miracle, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, people think of miracles as, as this spectacular, dramatic events. And yes, granted, some of them are. But a lot of them, the, the majority of miracles that I've experienced are like that, where in a moment, you get just what you need. You know, she got just what she needed to take her next step. And she took it with in peace, with grace, and actually looking forward to, okay, I've had a long, full life, and, you know, there's been quite a bit of pain and suffering in it. Now I get to be free. I, I'm I'm done. And she went very peacefully and gracefully. And so, and because she knew she's not going to die. Yes, the body died. The bo- body stops. Yeah, the body stops. And why does the body stop? Because the being, you, spirit, leaves. Says, okay, I'm leaving, but it's not like sleeping when I'm leaving, but I'm coming back. I have a little bit of me still in the body while it sleeps. That's why it keeps on sleeping, breathing, heart's beating. But if you completely pull out, oh, the body just keels over and it becomes a corpse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, to put it bluntly. bluntly but corpse is the word for body, corpus, right? So anyway, <laughs> so... How do you become aware? I was talking about that one frame of the movie instead of of the whole movie. The same with the astral. When you start to pay attention to your astral life, the best time, a lot of times, is you know coming back from sleeping when you are fully on the astral plane and then of consciousness without the body density consciousness. So when you come back, oh, at first you'll notice... Oh, yeah. It's not like all of a sudden I'm a body and there's nothing, no prior history. No. You start to experience, I'm coming back into the body. If you pay attention as you start to wake up, even if it's a harsh alarm clock or something like that, you know, you you come back and you know, you oh, I came back from somewhere else. I can't believe it. Our second break is coming right up. And as you know, we like to, uh, for a few, for one minute, we like to advertise some of our upcoming events so you know what we're doing in case you don't go to our website, michaeltomorrow.com. Have you ever gotten stuck? Rather than going around in circles trying to figure everything out, be psychic and create something new. That's what we'll teach you to do in our next teleclass on Saturday, May 11th. That's two Saturdays, 10 a.m. to uh, noon Pacific time. Details are on our website. As I said, michaeltamora.com. We don't have my name on the website because it's too hard to spell. (laughs) (laughs) And you can sign up there or call our office at 530-926-2650 on weekdays during business hours, Pacific Time, and talk to our wonderful assistant, Noelle, who will take good care of you. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of making better use of your astral life. See you in a couple of minutes.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in for 5 Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five Blossom Gatherings, the Four Voices Program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's so great to have you back. We're exploring today about making better use of your astral life. And I forgot to mention this at the beginning. I wanted to welcome all of you new listeners who met us at the New Living Expo last weekend. It was so great meeting some of our uh, regular listeners who stopped by and who have some new ones joining us. And, of course, you're always welcome to uh, send us an email at livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com and make any kind of comments and suggestions for our radio show and tell us about your experiences. So making better use of your astral life, Michael's talking about first becoming aware of it. And one of the things is we are living this dense physical Uh, plane that we're on that's what theosophists call it the dense physical plane this is a plane of the astral when you're driving on the road and suddenly you become aware that oh no I missed my exit what happened to you you went out of the body to some other level that did not involve you driving your car so uh, being in and out of the body this is part of the deal with uh, being aware of the astral and Michael's going to talk to you a lot now about how to work with this. Okay, so those of you who want to join us in, join in on the little meditation practice, if you'll just 
Give yourselves a deep breath. Ah, yes. And, you know, when you breathe, you become more aware of your body, the dense physical, as, as they say. Ah, here all along I thought all these metaphysical people were calling me dense. <laughs> <laughs> well, the <this> shoot <laughs> Yes, yeah, when I'm here, I'm dense. When I go out, uh, I'm an airhead. So, <laughs> take your pick. Anyway, so... Just close your eyes, sit in a comfy chair uh, with your back fairly straight. You don't have to be rigid or anything. Ah, And I'm going to go really quick on the basic beginning because we've done this quite a few times. You can listen to it in some of our prior shows where we went through the grounding and finding your center of your head and all that stuff. Plus, if you go to our website, michaeltamura.com, and go to the free stuff section, there's a label up, up at the top says free stuff and then the, the drop down menu goes down to audio free stuff click on the audio free stuff there's a thing called uh, two hour download audio download mp3 called spiritual toolkit and it'll take you step by step uh, the real basic tools that we teach everybody all the time and it's fundamental to everything else we do so you can practice those on your own so on these shows we can cut right to the chase all right so give yourselves a deep breath and for the newcomers i'll just do a little bit of it imagine just have your eyes closed relax and imagine sitting on a giant tree trunk that you're sitting on it and it's connected to your first chakra just above the tip of your tailbone a energy disc and it's connected into the very center of the earth so just imagine it best you can ah and remember There's no limitation in imagining unless you imagine the limitation. If you imagine the limitation, oh, I can't do this, I'm not doing it, then imagine exploding it. Just imagine a red rose and then put the limitation image in the rose, however you see that, and then boom, imagine that whole thing exploding. And you go, goodbye. (laughs) Let it go. Okay, and then get back to imagining, oh yeah, I... I can see the grounding cord. Okay, and then the center of the head. Just imagine being aware in the center of your head. You're already aware. Don't get in competition of how aware or how not aware you are. Just be aware. Just validate. Oh, I'm aware in the center of my head. And you'll notice as you start to be more and more aware in the center of your head, you become more neutral to everything. You're not as you know, upset or you don't emotionally react as much. Or even if an emotional reaction happens or a mental reaction, oh, this is stupid. Those kind of reactions happen. You're still neutral to them. Let those reactions just pass on by. Okay? So then, gently imagine the earth energy flowing through your feet, chakras at the bottoms of your feet, through the legs, middle of your legs, to the first chakra where the grounding is, cosmic energy from the crown chakra down the four channels in your back, mixes in the first chakra, the mixture of about 85% cosmic, 15% earth goes up the front two channels through all the chakras and out the crown chakra at the top of your head like a beautiful, continuous, consistent, golden uh, fountain of energy. And then down the arms and out the hands. Okay, so that's the real gist of grounding, running your energy, and being in the center of your head. So now, 
once you're in this space, just decide, okay, you're going to keep things simple. Ask simple questions. And in this meditation, it's about the astral, about your astral life and the astral world. Where do you go when you go to sleep at night as well as during the course of the day? What else are you being aware of deep inside, even when on the surface in this dense material world, in the surface, you're typing an email or, you know, texting or whatever you're doing, driving a car. But hopefully inside, not at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> like the girl yes. in front of me yesterday. In traffic. <laughs> so. So anyway, yes, do not text and drive. Uh, and and do not do astral travel <laughs> fully why and drive. That's why you miss the, the freeway. Freeway exit. Exit. if oh. you start to even sort of go spaced out. Okay, so be in the center of your head. That's always helpful. You're much more alert. And let the you ask a simple one question, right? Don't barrage yourself with a you know an answer that's going to take a whole dissertation. No, just a simple question. And sometimes. Even starting with a, what you know is going to have to be a yes or no question. Yeah? Then you get a no. You get a yes. Great. Enjoy. And make it a game. Don't make it serious. Be like a little kid and make everything into a fun game. The more fun you have with it, the faster you're going to learn. Easier it's going to be. All right? And then... Don't have an expectation of what the answer is supposed to be, like a booming voice from, uh, you know, heavens above or a host of angels, although you can get that. But be open to however, whatever form that the answer comes in. It could be a thought. It could be in pictures. It could be feelings. It could be colors. It could be symbols. It could be anything. It could be a very soft, quiet voice inside of yourself you haven't listened to in a long time. Yeah, like, hey, you're not listening. (laughs) (laughs) I've been talking to you. (laughs) So, example, example question. Let's let's. uh, I have a example question for you. You're in the center of your head. You're grounded, running your energy, earth and cosmic energies, right? Okay, give yourself a deep breath. Now, ask yourself. Ask your intuitive knowing, okay? Don't ask your body. Ask your intuitive knowing. You don't even have to know where that is. Just, you're going to ask your knowingness. What is one thing I learned on the astral plane out of my body consciousness last night while I slept? Just one thing. One of the many things. What's one thing I learned on the astral plane? And then see what pops up. In whatever form. Some of you might get a feeling of, oh, I learned something about healing. Or some of you might get a vision of you sitting in a park bench and talking to somebody uh, and learning about their life. Or some of you might just know, you know what? I learned I learned about astral travel. I learned about my astral body. Oh. I don't know exactly what I learned about it, but that's what I learned. Okay. Sort of an off-the-top-of-your-head kind of thing. Yes. It's just so simple. Everybody misses it. Most people miss it because it's too simple. They're seeking, you know, some heavy-duty something or other. But it just comes like that. And then, don't worry about it. Just let it be. Okay. How about another question? So, So, imagine the other question you just asked. 
exploded. Just imagine it going, gone. Okay, new question. You're in the center of your head. And tune into the top of your head to your intuitive knowing and ask, did I attend any part of Michael's astral class last night? Uh, that's a yes or no question. So if you, if you join us in one of my classes last night on the astral, you'll get yes. And if you completely had no interest, nothing, didn't come to any of it, you'll get no. Right? Okay. And then now put that question, once you get a yes or no answer, put in a rose image and go explode it. Next. Fresh, right here, right now, in the center of your head again. Grounded. Energy's running. Tune into your knowingness. Ask if I did attend some part of Michael's astral class last night. What's, what is one thing, just one thing out of many, did I learn during that class? And again, some of you might get a whole dissertation as an answer. Some of you might get, might get uh, just a general, oh, I learned about healing, or I learned about spirit, like that. And some of you might get very, very technical, involved answers. Don't worry about what it is. You have to start from where, where it is, and then it's going to grow from there. Okay, now, another image of a rose, put that question, explode it, boom. Let it go. Be in the present, right here, right now, the center of your head. Next question. Besides attending Michael's night astral class last night, what was one thing I did in my astral life during my sleep time? Yeah, you've done many, many. Just ask, what's one of those things? And see what you get. Again, some of you might get an image that you might not right away know what what does that mean. Others of you might get a knowing, oh, I went to a different class. Or some of you might get, I taught a class. Or I was talking to a friend of mine because she's having a hard time. I was helping her. Whatever you get. Or you might get, I went to learn how to ski (laughs) (laughs) or play the guitar. All right. Yes. So whatever you get, please validate it. And again, laugh. Again, enjoy it like a kid. And make this a game. Don't make it a serious thing of life and death. Just make it a game until you get the hang of it. And then pretty soon, you're going to start to have more and more. And you'll have your own questions you'll come up with of what's important to you. So you could even write it down, some of your questions. And the next time you do this meditation, you can ask those questions. Get the answers. Write down the answers, too, if you like. Okay, give yourself a deep breath. And the final thing you do with this, imagine a rose and just let everything else go that's not yours, everything that's floating around into that rose. And then just imagine it exploding in a flash of light. Let it all go. Give yourselves a deep breath, be in the center of your head, and imagine a giant gold sun full of life, life force energy, prana. Just bring it in from the top of your head and fill up from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and fingertips, everything. Imagine your whole body being filled with this golden light. And then stretch 
bend on over gently, let go of any excess energy, and then come back up. And when you're ready, open your eyes, and Raphael has something to say. Well, we are coming to the end of our show, believe it or not. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed it and gained some new insights and tools. Next Wednesday on our show, we'll teach you how to grow miracles. Make sure to join us. And remember our Calabasas in the Los Angeles area event on May 4th and 5th. And you can check our website, michaeltamora.com, for all the details on that. And also the details on all our May events. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. 